This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Hello and welcome to the Theology Gaming Podcast. My name is M. Joshua Caller, and I am here with three amazing special guests. Wait, 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 wait <laughs> one second here. Wait one lousy second. You're not Zachary Oliver, first of all. Who are oh. you, you strange intruder? Oh my. Hi, I am... <laughs> hey, who's oh, on my hello? podcast? <laughs> Name thyself interloper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, no, I already did that. Didn't, didn't you hear I said I No, maybe I didn't. I am M. Joshua Caller, and I was once upon a time... A uh, host of this show, I think, uh, or or a yeah from a galaxy far, far away. Sometimes I'd show up. Sometimes uh, you'd actually see my face just miraculously pop up on your phone as you were listening to this podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I am so excited to uh, be reunited with uh, the, the the dream team and my special friend Elijah, who I have never actually met before today, but he's been my friend for four months. <laughs> uh, well, I'm so glad to, to see you and to hear you. Yeah, thanks so yeah, much, guys. Um, I've, I've been away making my own little podcast, and I could promote that, but, uh, well, it's just called the Radiance Game Dev Podcast. You can find it. It's specifically focusing on Christian game developers, but enough about that. I want to talk about this week. It's Holy Week. It's almost over already. By the time you're listening to this, I mean, it's we're recording yeah, on Tuesday. It's probably not going to be up until Friday, and it's Good Friday. Which is really, really good. It's really, really exciting, guys. It's really good. It's good to know. <laughs> it's really exciting. Um, <laughs> so, the uh, the first question that I have for you guys is: What is Holy Week, and why don't we, as Christian evangelicals or members of the uh, esteemed Protestant tradition, celebrate it? <laughs> uh, someone else can go first. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing? Nothing? No, I, I honestly don't have a very good answer because in my tradition, we really don't celebrate it, so it's not really... Same here. That's just it. Uh, I know it exists. I think it's but, just uh, Protestant. So tell me what you mean by celebration. I mean, is it, we need to define how... Is that difference between you're talking about uh, just recognizing it or doing something special or different or unique? Anything, literally okay. anything. Because I mean, like for me, for me growing up, um, there was one thing that was the biggest Christian holiday of the year, the most important Christian holiday of the year was Christmas, because Jesus came so we could have presents. Yeah, he was born. Uh, <laughs> he was born, and it was the biggest deal. And that was when we had Advent. That's when we got to open up little doorways and little things and eat candies. And it was like Jesus is coming. We, or do, we don't know what the big deal is, but Jesus is coming. And, and he's bringing and then, tons of cool loot. Yeah, <laughs> tons of loot. That is what we all are excited about. But then you get to Easter, and it's like, I get an Easter basket with some, like, oversweet candy, maybe a comic book. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, I don't get any video games. That's not what? a holiday. This bunny is hollow? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then I found out, you know, once you actually get into like the Christian tradition, like, wait a second, Jesus dying and resurrecting from the dead. That's kind of a bigger deal than him showing up and being born. Like the early Christians actually celebrated that. <laughs> yeah. But it's no presence. Yeah, well, I can only answer this from uh, my perspective as my involvement as a, a church leader, which is usually yeah. with children's programming. And yeah. this past Sunday, which is the, you know, the Sunday before Easter, we talked about, um, the Passion Week, yeah. you know, the, we talked about the suffering and the death of Jesus, as well as the promise of the resurrection. So that makes the celebration next Sunday, like, even better. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. Uh, we know that the tomb is empty, and that's kind of where we left our lesson. And what we did, though, I thought it was really neat how I didn't plan it, but I helped to facilitate it. But the children had been given boxes the week before and each box was for a certain part of the passion of passion story so like one one group had a few items in the box that talked about say the garden of yeah. gethsemane another one had some stuff that talked about the arrest of jesus uh, another one talked about the uh carrying the cross and yeah. what we did this past sunday was in the order of, of events, the, the children themselves with their adult leader taught the group for about, you know, two or three minutes or as long as they were able to. And then I would fill in 
the gas sound or, effects. Yeah, sound you know. Effects. Well, yeah, I would say you know if there was uh, ever a pop sound, I had that. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Make it pop. So I really felt like we did a great job. Uh, the yeah. people that planned it and everything, and the kids, since they were actually being leaders and contributing, that they were very much involved. And like, say, uh, I'm trying to think of an item that might have been inside it. Um, like the the garden one, I remember they had a jar of olives because that's what they what they grew, and they even had an olive press. Oh, because it was the uh, olives. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yes. So you nailed that oh, one. Yeah. 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 I, can, I mean, I can see how all these things would, would be, um, for, for your first time introduction to the, 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 the story of Jesus, kind of like overwhelming, because you're trying to, like, the, the point of Passion Week and the point of Holy Week is to relive, to step into the story of Jesus, to go through the whole, um, everything from his arrival in Jerusalem to his mm-hmm. confrontation in the temple to um, him getting arrested and then, of course, being killed and then what happened three days later, but the... The, for me, in in our church tradition, I realized like at the Great Reformation, we threw out a lot of stuff. Like we threw out a lot of a lot of Catholic things that we were like, "Oh, that's too Roman. We don't want that crap." And the well, only people who stuck around with it were like, "Well, it didn't get thrown out immediately." I oh, think no, that's, that's, that's it was I, more over time. It's more man. like an American development, or yeah, let's say good... um, Methodism in the eighteen hundreds, early eighteen hundreds is when they were eschewing more traditional rituals and that sort yeah. of thing. And by that point, there was a lot more bareness and divide between the Protestants and the Catholics at that point. Yeah. There wasn't nearly as much reconciliation as there is now. Yeah, and the English yeah. church and all that messed up <laughs> stuff. Yeah. So a lot of the uh, feasts, because there's like a million, billion feasts in the Catholic church, they were kind of slowly phased out as things were just, they kept chopping it away until they got to the most basic parts of scripture, whatever was in scripture because of sola scriptura, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's a really, really good point. And that, I mean, that brings us back to like the whole of, um, I mean, Methodists nowadays are kind of like the most, um, liturgical, I would say. And like the more, uh, if you want to say Methodists as evangelicals, you know, like even though they're a little bit more mainline, like that, that would be the more, the most liturgical side of things. So I've over the more recent years kind of wanted to, adopt more of the liturgical side of things, even though I've also been much more on the uh, the Messianic Jewish side of things, where I'm like, yay, Pesach, we get to celebrate Passover. Yeah, you we celebrate get to Passover. Eat pasta. It's, just, it's just very strange to me. But No, I understand, though. I understand. Well, the thing is, if you, you to want to really enter into, like, so much of the Gospel of John is Holy Week, specifically is, like, the Last Supper, and reliving that, and re-entering into that, um... And so I want I want to not to say it's reliving Passover, but it's like the the nth degree of Passover in in the the Gospel of John, especially. So I wanted to get into that more personally, and that kind of ex- unlocked this like realization. Like I suck at this. I really really <laughs> suck at this. Like this week, I was like, "Oh crap! It's Holy Week! Oh crap! What do I do? Uh, oh well, I can chill because I'm you know saved and you know redeemed and all that stuff." But I I really want um. I want to make a bigger deal out out of things so that I can actually like enter into the story more. So more more alert, more present to what Jesus is doing, uh, more more involved in his story, and not seeing it as like a background thought. Um, the the Passover is the complete context of making and saying that Jesus is the Lamb of God, you know, the perfect Lamb. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, so much of like the traditional <laughs> basic. Even even the most secularized Jewish satyrs that I've been to are like so obviously pointing to Jesus. It's ridiculous, um, and like so much of the story is completely intertwined. So beautiful. But um, to bring this back to video games, the thing that I'm thinking about a lot more. <laughs> I mean, that seems like a disparate thing, but I'm thinking video like, all right, games. So, yeah, I'm thinking like, all right, so it's Holy Week. What can I do? What can I play that really reflects the the essence of Holy Week? The essence of um, entering into the gospel story, preparing myself for the, the character and person and work of uh, Christ's resurrection and death, uh, sacrifice, and all these things. And of course, there's not obviously not a lot of um, obvious choices. I, I Actually, think Sniper I'm just, Elite. Is I'm realizing the uh, the, iro- the irony of 
last weekend on Saturday, I actually played my first God of War game that I fully owned. I actually started God of War Ascension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How is it? How is so, it? That seems like a weird way to enter that series, considering that's the like redheaded stepchild of the series. It's the actually, in my opinion, that's the best option because uh, you know my feelings on Uncharted, and I like. Welcome to Elijah. Oh wait, Josh, do you know about? Uncharted no, I know, I know, I know entirely. I, I He's mean, known I, longer I've than all of you. Every, I've listened to every podcast. I've read, I've read most of his stuff. I know, I know the Elijah and Uncharted feud. So he, he always likes I'm over. I'm going to step on all your toes and say, forget everything you're saying. I'm the boss. No, um, yes, and <laughs> they're like spurned lovers. He's like, I know, I know. Like, he always likes the redneck child like, of a game no. series. Like probably his favorite. Yeah, that's why I'm also actually is saying is games for Windows Live Gold is going to be giving you know Gears of War Judgment, and who knows, maybe that's the first Gears I'll actually like. Just you know, and that'll drive Zachary but, nuts. But this is the thing. This is the question. The core question that I have for you is: If you could pick a game for Holy Week. Could you pick one? Like, just, like, your idea. Like, if you're trying to be a good and holy Christian... Of course! Yes. Sniper Elite, duh. Don't you know, <laughs> um, don't what? You know that when The Passion of the Christ came out, there was a PlayStation 2 game for Mel Gibson's <laughs> The Passion of the Christ? No. There was that would not. be awesome. I'm totally making so awesome. Uh, honestly, uh, the Gospel actually, of John would make an amazing stealth game, and I would build it myself. If It would make a narrative stealth game like Metal Gear... Where half of it is story and the other half of it is is stealth. Yes. And, and also, can we get King David open world RPG? Seriously, people. Yeah, Seriously. King I don't David even care if the battles yeah. are like Dynasty Warriors silly. Just something <laughs> other than that 2D platform they're trying to get made. But the I movie? actually I do have an answer to that question, though. Oh, there is okay, one game, and, and you know what I'm going to be saying because you've already heard me talk about it. Dead Space. Okay. So, because, uh, as I've said, a, a lot of parallels between how Isaac Clarke behaves and actually how a Christian behaves, and a so lot. Pretend of that system. I have never ever heard anything from you, and I don't know who you are. All right, Dead Space in that series. So Dead Space, in my perception, as like a if if I'm like a church leader, I see Dead Space. I see yeah, you see blood, and guts, and horror. You just see yeah. you just see it as something really horrifying. But it's about a. Man simply trying to save his fiance. The first one is just simply about a man trying to save his fiance, and he has to deal with the problems of denial, grief, and suffering in a world where we have tainted things, where people have manipulated religion against what it should have been, and that someone needs to stand up for something better, in which case Isaac basically ends up becoming the de facto that. As one of the follow, former followers of the kind of heavily emphasizes in the Doctor that you meet later on in the first game, and then in Dead Space Two, not only do you deal with further issues with your denial and such, but you also deal with the core concept of forgiveness and huh. growth and helping others and doing what is right, no matter how hard it is. Cool. Yeah, I didn't realize that because I mean, obviously, I only had gotten to the uh, survival horror exterior of it, but I I did get through to the fourth level, and I was like. I'm chopping off a lot of limbs here. Oh, the combat is fantastic too. The yeah. combat's fantastic too. That just did a bonus. Jesus had something about like cutting cutting something off at a Yeah, yeah, uh, cut off the hand that sins and it, Yeah. <laughs> this is a literal application in video game form. Oh man, that's good. That's good. There's so a Ted, lot of sinning in that game. So Ted, how about you? What is if you could think of a holy week the ideal holy week game for you, what would that be? Sniper Lake. Sniper Elite. <laughs> Clearly. No, I I can't think of anything right now off the top okay. of my head. A Holy Week, Passion yeah. Week thing. Um, it may be something that did have to do with some suffering and death themes, and as well as the promise of, uh, of new life. So I'm going to think on it in those terms and look over at my Atari cartridge collection and see if any of them meet those requirements. That's awesome. Cool. How about you, Zach? Can you think of anything that, that you would feel like would be appropriate for that? Uh, clearly, Fist of Jesus would be the game <laughs> for this holiday. I am I am um, really curious to see that now that I know that that exists. <laughs> I, I, I kind of gotta. I'm, I'm horrified at the idea, but I kind of gotta. Yeah. <laughs> Ted's just shoving his fist in the camera. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to touch a link that uh, Zachary sent. <laughs> wait, wait. Are you using a touchscreen? Yeah, I'm using touch screen in a podcast. I did this all on my Microsoft Surface RT. Oh, snappy snap! Which is going to no longer be supported. Retweet. 
What was that? This is yeah. This is where I do all my my <laughs> tweeting and the, 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 dude, just, the, 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 the. Okay, so uh, Zach, can, can you can you think of uh, so really Fist of Jesus or something else? Because best yeah. I know of Fist of Jesus, it's a really lackluster beat 'em up with uh, a skin based on a really terrible indie movie. Although Josh, you know he does Jesus does beat up people with fish. With fish, zombies uh, and actually, fish. Really? Yes. The, 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 the best that we ever saw was was a braided whip. Um, and it never, in in text, made contact with a human being. So yeah, well, that's kind of <laughs> disappointing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I you know me, I'm not um, particularly into games that have messaging and that sort of thing. Yeah, with thematic resonance, yeah. Yeah, in the rare case that I do, it's kind of like weirdo stuff. Sure. So I think my ideal game during Holy Week would be games that involve community in playing with other people oh that's a really really good point because at least as of right now i seem to be playing just world of warcraft and hearthstone continually and with people i know so there's lots of interesting things and conversations and i've talked a lot with people in my world of warcraft guild about all sorts of different subjects and it's been very interesting and i think having a sense of community during holy week would be something pretty cool no, that's a really, really good point. And honestly, I was thinking, like, my answer was going, and is, Journey. Um, and I know that we've had our contention. That was the first yeah. podcast we ever did together was talking about Journey. <laughs> no, 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 maybe it was a second. Wait, 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 Journey. Wait. A, one of you is to Journey as I am to Uncharted. I need to hear this. Really? I sang well, my Journey song on that one. Don't I don't remember yeah. a of it. Just, just go back and listen to that podcast. I think that, that would be best. Or read the yes. video. Because it was really, really thorough and a really great conversation. And I just want to get to the point, which is the essence of the game is going on pilgrimage, is preparation, is anticipation. There's the new life and, yes, the... the, the um, rebirth sense of things which you know you guys had expressed was much more on on the buddhist worldview side of things but i loved the um the sense of preparation the sense of worship the sense of like uh walking through and 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 pressing through even when it seems like you pressing forward does almost nothing um and i would i would prefer to continue to play the way that i originally did the first time which was offline which was without that social experience because I, I loved the the idea of just the pure silence. It's just me and and my own relationship with God or whatever I want to insert into this worldview of this game. And it, for me, allowed me to enter into a certain place of worship. But you bring up an excellent point, Zach, by bringing up the aspect of communion uh, and community. And I think that that's really, really valid, too. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So now you know what I would have probably never played Hearthstone as extensively as I have, or spent as much money on it as I have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if yeah. there weren't like people I was playing with and trying out new stuff, but I think do you have part specific other players that you're playing with, or just random matchmaking? Uh, Jacob Timmons G3 community has been oh nice my uh, established Hearthstone group of players. Cool. And I've been thinking of strange unorthodox strategies to surprise them. And so that brings me to my second question. That's actually uh, completely relevant. You actually led the answer, which is what are you actually playing? Oh, well, Hearthstone. Yeah. And so does it does what you're playing? Do you feel like what you're playing prepares you in any sense or could prepare you in some sense for walking through Holy Week? I think it could. I think, yeah. uh, you know, I the weird thing about this year is that I've been super busy. Like, yeah. I don't know what happened. Like yeah. last year, everything was okay. This year, I'm doing a billion things. I'm getting yeah. an accounting degree. I'm uh, starting new business ventures. I'm helping Justin Fox out with his game, figuring out consulting stuff. I'm helping cool. you figure out legalities of establishing <laughs> a limited liability corporation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's so exciting, guys. I don't know if you guys... Oh, my God. Uh, so let, much let stuff is everything. happening. No, not at all. Um, that, that should be its own podcast next yeah. week. Oh, man. Let's lose all of our subscribers. In corporations <laughs> and you. Yes. Honestly, if we were something like Gamasutra.com, it would be fantastic, and it would, everyone would love it. Like, financial stuff on... on... Why don't you submit to Gamasutra, then? I thought you could submit stuff to Gamasutra. Well, I'm saying, like, if it was actually something that we had fully flushed out or was on there... Yeah. This is this is what Zach and I are talking about is a little bit more like passing through and and our typical jibber jabber. Yeah. Um more like taxes. Taxes, yeah. Death and taxes. Those MC are the most exciting maybe. subjects. Death and taxes. Time of year. Yeah. yeah. 
and my father is uh, feverishly working because the accountant for one of the places he's working for died in the middle of tax season. <laughs> so he has to take the whole Literally of everything happening for that company. So that's yeah. fun. Anyway. <laughs> so um, to bring the question back uh, on to what are you actually things. playing? Elijah, I haven't heard from you enough in this podcast uh, yet. Okay, yeah. It's an interesting bundle because it kind some of it actually does kind of bring up a religious context, even if it's not the same sort of thing as what I'd be aiming with with playing Dead Space. I just finished playing through all the DLC for Bioshock Infinite. I've been playing Assassin's Creed 3, and I've played Fear Perseus Mandate. Those are the three most recent games I've played. Which and one which one like would you say is the one that deals the most with this kind of subject in particular? I'm not sure, because Infinite always gets me talking about religion, but usually not very happily, because Levine did a very... Awesome curious job. take on religion. I'm yeah. to address that as a feature. At some I, I, if on that subject, on that subject, before you write anything about that, I highly, highly recommend that you listen to my buddy Rich and Drew as I interviewed Levine on the Game Church podcast. It's it's link honestly, me. Link me. Okay, uh, I will give you a link, uh, but um, we should probably include this link in the description too. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll include the link in the description. I'll get that get to that at one point. All right, but um, anyway, so it's it's just an interview where they discuss with him um, our general game church objections with the game that like really threw us off with the dealings of baptism, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, I appreciated the game a lot more after that interview. That's all I'm gonna say. But so, and it's hard to talk for you to talk about really the. Um, or you let see episodes considering they're pretty much entirely spoilers. Like, even, like, the trailers for the game are so... Oh, I know, I know, I know. But let, let, let me put it this way. Um, yeah, the review for them is not going to be positive. <laughs> Except for maybe part two. Yeah, Except yeah, part... Me, but um, Assassin's Creed 3, I might actually think that there's something to be said about it narratively. And, um... Just in sheer narrative just... instead of, like, the really crappy gameplay stuff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the really crappy game. <laughs> the really crappy game that he's playing right this instant. Yeah, that, let's talk yeah. about how really yeah, crappy it's, the thing. It's not that bad. It was the worst. I don't know. One. I haven't actually played it. I just know that Zach went on like an uh, epic four part episode about how how much he hated the uh, the breakdowns and and the way that it hated oh, so you. And it anyway, he stopped playing but, um, Assassin's Creed. I, I, so I like. Well, I'm not sure if I'd say it specifically would fit for the week. The subject of needing to put away pain and try to grow past that and to just be better, do better, and and work past past sins, that kind of is actually a thing with Assassin's Creed 3. A lot of Connor's narrative is him... Uh, spoilers for a game that came out in 2011. Um, he tries to reconcile between the Assassins and the Templars, and personally I think that it makes complete and perfect sense, and the only reason it didn't turn out that way is because of the meta plot. Yeah. Um, Such a good realistically, plot. Connor just kind of presents as just, you know, this son being stuck with the, yeah, the sins of the father, and he's just trying to make sense of it all. Yeah. And... You know, he's a he's a young man dealing with a lot of heavy topics and a lot of mysterious things all at work, and he's just trying to make sense of it. I think there's a number of Christians who can recognize with that, who just feel so well, overwhelmed. Yeah, by I mean, that's, that's going the, right now. like kind of the entirety of our culture can can relate to that that notion of, all right, we're in a sucky situation. Humanity is broken in many ways. What do we do with it? I mean, everyone's answering that question in some way, shape, or form. Especially secular atheists, they're just coming to different conclusions. And Connor brings up the core narrative from that of, is there a way that we can heal the harms and undo what has been done? Can we actually look past it? Can we work past it as a species and as a people? Can we actually be better than what we think of ourselves? Hmm. And while Assassin's Creed 3 ends on something of a more secular note with it, it still is, it still is one of the reasons I like Assassin's Creed 3's story, actually, is that while it might not please everyone, it deals with some heady topics in a way that I really like. Yeah. Cool. It also is basically Star Wars, and I would look up an <laughs> explanation for that. It is awesome. As I came to the exact same conclusion, it was like, wow, yeah, that is so right. <laughs> the ending of 3 really bugged me, just because... Oh, oh David, also, I, I want to bring David on here to discuss that with you guys. I, that That was just... I got him playing Assassin's Creed 3, and he had so much to say. I want to I wanna bring him on for that. I really do. 
Well, the, it wasn't because of the content, but it was because they had the cut scene and then they had the credits and I had to go somewhere and I was like, wow, are these credits ever going to end? I know I got to <laughs> leave and I'm just getting ready to go out the door. And then they start doing another cut scene after the credits. And I was like, ah, oh, I didn't they, get to see they it. They always you know? do that. Yeah, that's, oh, so that's, why, that's why I've YouTube learned to. For Ted, that is what YouTube is for. Yeah, that's what I've learned to love YouTube for. Well said. Is, good point. Yeah. I good, still good, hate good. that game. I don't care how much you praise it. I, uh-huh. That's okay. I'm uh-huh. gonna back to Sunday, we'll have a fight about this. No, we won't have a fight because I'm Ted's turn. The Ted's turn. No, no fighting. Ted's turn. All we'll right. Well, I'm Ted. not playing it, but I did come up with a game. Sniper I Elite? Is, is that the name of the game? <laughs> <laughs> no, he was playing something else in the background anyway. What, 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 what did you come up with, Ted? Go for it. Well, that's Fast and the Furious right there. Cause I got <laughs> yeah, see? But, this um, is Holy Week, man. Fast <laughs> and the Furious. Driving yeah. Fast and Furious for my lord. Um... <laughs> I dropped. I'm actually I'm going to get that as a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wear it completely ironically. <laughs> so I did come up with a game, though. I had to go back to my shelf. Uh, Okami, Ooh, which choice. the reason why is because when you cleanse a land, you know, of the dirt or the sin or whatever, so, you know, it springs to life. I mean, it just yeah. it expands and spreads everywhere. And where it used to be bland and dull. There's flowers and life and everything just leaping up joyously. It's, and I've it's always felt a little bit like Easter with that. redemptive and beautiful Easter r- resurrection story in the Shinto tradition. So, <laughs> you know, it's interesting, isn't it, that you named Journey a very Eastern game, and I pick yeah. Okami here as a very Eastern game. Oh, so yeah. it's almost like in terms of video game design, they have sometimes their finger more – on the pulse, maybe, of what some of these concepts might be like. Yeah. Or at and least how the artistic... And then you start to question it again. Well, yeah, I mean, not everything is oh, a tie-in. Oh, that's a great game to play during Holy Week. Uh-huh. Bayonetta? Are you kidding? Oh, yeah. Well, I was considering it, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would be kind of a ritual. And I don't remember the, all the mechanics of this. <laughs> I didn't finish Okami on the Wii, but... because yeah, the Wii uh, one has the, the waggling. Yeah, the controls weren't as good as playing it on the PlayStation 2, which was very ironic, but... Um, yeah, I, I would recommend it. If you can play it on the, in HD, PS2 it's like version. everything that was undefined in the SD version of it for PS2 and Wii. It's How like, do I do that? It's a downloadable-only game, but you can down- buy it on PS2. Yeah. On PS3, only on PS3, oh. and you can get Okami on PS3. Yeah, it's weird because like I have it's one of my favorite games of all time, but I've never finished it. Like I keep getting like forty hours in, and it's like, it's so hey, long. you're just getting yes. started. It's so long. It's so That's long. Yeah, I think you, you just described my relationship with Persona right there, Joshua. You really did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but, I almost completed Persona three, and then I was like, Xbox, watch TV. I don't want. Hey, stop announcing things. <laughs> Right. Stop talking to your Xbox, Ted. I have Talk to, play, to I, No, I play my Quit PlayStation 3 through my Xbox One because oh. it has that HDMI <laughs> thing. Stop talking oh, to you. That's, that's awesome. Talk to humans, Ted, yes, not yes. your television. Are we not good enough for you? So that brings me to the uh, – actually, me. no, I, I should actually answer the question too. What am I playing for Holy Week is Oblitus or Oblitus? Oh, that Adult Swim game thing. Yeah, well, the thing is, like, it's the only Adult Swim game I've ever played that's not funny in any way, shape, or form. Like, oh, like... Not even remotely funny. Volgar the Viking is kind of funny, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you're a Viking and you're smashing stuff and killing things. Like, yeah. that's kind of funny. Um, Everything explodes into bones as you, if you touch it with your sword. But uh, Oblitus is a somewhere in between a roguelike and a Souls game. Um, that's it's like super a, yeah, it's, it's like genre-wise, it's very hard to explain, but it's super close to those two things, and you're only limited to one weapon type, which is a spear, and you also have a, a shield, and it's all about, uh, it's a side-scrolling platformer, um, so it, it's also very much more Metroid-like, um, but the, the appeal to it is that it's got this like knuckle-drag, drag-out, sci-fi fantasy, late 70s art style, that um, just seems so distinct and unique in that of itself. It's dark, it's brooding, but it's very, very unique and doesn't look like anything else out there. But the thing that I think that of how it would apply to Holy Week is this sense of um, the ritual of continuing and persevering through a 
like like most roguelikes are completely random. Each time that you are not random, but the they're, they're uh, a, a very wide set of puzzle pieces that interlock and move in pieces. But this game, everything that you do is set almost completely to the same rails. But there's pieces that are in different locations. So like an enemy might be over here a little bit differently, and power ups are completely random. So every time you play, you don't get the same things. Um, with the exception of, like, your spear upgrades. Um, all that simply to say that, like, there's this painful process of, I just got to the final, the final area. I just got to it. I'm like, all right, I'm, this is the best build I've, I've got in the game. I've got all my health. I've, every time you kill something, you slowly, progressively get a little bit stronger in your health. And then you learn something new, you get to the new area, and then you die. And there's there's this that would, strange that does sound like a Souls game, <laughs> and but there's also permadeath, and so it has this oh. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. has this kind of like down boy kind of thing going on to it. It's a lot more discouraging than a roguelike because <laughs> roguelikes, yeah, that is. is an interesting word to apply to a video game. Well, and positively as well. Well, I, I felt so I, discouraged. <laughs> While playing this game. It was so, so heartbreaking. <laughs> it was so heartbreaking. Man, do I want to play again. I don't want to play again. That's the thing. Like, I do, but I don't. You know, like, I, I, I've i learned. I've gotten better. I don't want... I do I don't want to play. Do I want to play? I don't know. But yeah, the, the point is, is there's this perpetual dying. There's this anticipation of learning something new. And as I enter into Holy Week and as I enter into um, the Christian tradition in general, um, my goal is always to learn what don't I know? What, what is the character and pers- person of Christ that I don't understand? What are the things about him that I have yet to learn and get better at? Um, and that's not to say that this is, that's entirely one-to-one analog for a, a Blitus or a, how anybody else is going to read into it. But for me, the, the goal is always to grow in him. To grow in Christ, not a blightus. I don't even know who if a blightus is a person. <laughs> I don't know what the word means. <laughs> I want to. I don't even know if blightus. I'm saying it right. <laughs> I want to be like Oblitus. Oblitus, Oblitus. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. It, it but, doesn't matter how you pronounce stuff on this podcast, so it's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, like so, you know, which dudes. It, it is PlayStation Vita. No, it's not. <laughs> yes, it's it like, is. It doesn't make All any right, sense. I have watched you a lot can of never stop me. I have watched a lot of things about PlayStation Vita, and I have never heard anyone else call it a Vita, even Brits, with the exception of Elijah. I'm so sorry, Elijah. You are alone in even this Brits. world. You are, you are the one and only. Terrible. You are a one of a kind. You are a true original. I guess original. that means I have an exclusive version that you all don't. I have a PlayStation Vita. Does Last week, ex- when when Zachary said "Plustushin Vuda," it about killed me. <laughs> Plustushin Vuda and Wuchdugs. I mean, Wuchdugs. <laughs> what does that even mean? Well, I was playing Wuchdugs. He was just saying it, however he felt like saying it. Oh, that's awesome! <sighs> I was playing Hurtstone. <laughs> it's a very good game. So, um, to bring this around a little bit, I want to come to the other side, which. Zachary already stepped into a little bit, which was vocation. So there's this this aspect of um, Holy Week that's to prepare us to enter us into the character and person and works of Christ a lot more intimately. But if it's only for the sake of religious devotion or something along those lines, it's not really about. It's not long term. Um, do you have uh, to go, Elijah? I would appear I actually do. The webinar for my internship is about to start. From looks like uh, just a second, I'm gonna. Double check, see what's going on here. Zach right, is going to edit all of this out. He is a master editor. All right, just say nothing for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I might have a replacement. Oh no, a replace what? So you're just um, going to add some random strangers. So <laughs> I brought up the PlayStation I actually, Store. I actually, I'm, just, I'm so Ted and I are going to do the voice of the third person. We're going to alternate back and forth. So us trying to do the same. Faux character is going to be very interesting. Hey, my name's New Guy. (laughs) That wasn't me. (laughs) So, uh, look, I got the the PlayStation Store up, and there's Okami, and it's $13.99. Which is really good. Is that Uh, worth it? David, 
David, Okami you're not HD. You're not I'm not going to tell you whether or not that's worth it I because I'm not spending much money on games right I now. I got it on a sale for half price at one yeah. point. So I don't know. I'm going to wait, I think. All right, guys. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at, at ParadigmFallen. I am Unabridged Gamer on YouTube. Good night, everybody. I uh, love you, Elijah. Oh, no. Well, he just vanished. Wow, that was fast. Without a trace. That was that was like one of Batman's smoke pellets. <laughs> Man, <laughs> no, that guy's going. I'm frightened. <laughs> what was that? Oh yeah, man, let's I have a real podcast now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. So all right. Uh, back to the question. The question for once and for all is actually I don't have Oh no, you're <laughs> talking about vocation. Right? You're talking about what, vocation. Yeah, what is what is vocation? And as a believer I guess more more of it like from a Christian perspective, not just like from like a, a typical like Webster's Dictionary perspective, but like as a believer, what is vocation? What does vocation mean to you? I think a Webster's Dictionary actually is helpful. What is the first part of vocation? What is the first two syllables? Uh, Say it with me. Vocation. Voca. What is that? Voice. Yeah. Calling. Vocatio. Something that you're doing because you are called to do it. Yeah. It's not just a job. Yeah, it's something to which you're specially drawn or, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe ineffably feel you're qualified for it. Yeah. It's like it's like how werewolves like feel mated to something like they can't resist. Or more like <laughs> more like how pastors might be attracted to their job. Yeah, I was thinking along like that. Love it. Oh, so you're going to use a real world metaphor. Yeah, and not <laughs> wolves being attracted to each other during mating season because that didn't seem like it worked out quite so well when it came out. Oh, you're you're probably right. I, <laughs> okay, so um pastors specifically, but like what about like what about the rest of us? For those of us who don't feel like we're necessarily called to. Well, not pastor. pastoring in specific, but that's just a good example. I think that's yeah, what no, that's most point. people think when they think. Yeah. Yeah. Christian. That's a good, that's a good first. Yeah. Or a missionary. Yeah. If you're, re- if you're a really good Christian, you know, <laughs> <laughs> some of us are just better than others. What can yeah, I say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think you uh, referred to it earlier, uh, related to video games, particularly, right? Uh, a vocation, <laughs> Related to video games, which I don't know if I have a calling for, you know, a professional vocation. And by vocation, it doesn't necessarily mean profession, right? No, no. Just a well, calling. It doesn't mean you make dollars. Something. That's all. Right, but right, right. In another sense, like there's this aspect of in, the inescapability of like this is this is where my heart is. This is where I can't stop. I can't stop writing about games. I can't stop loving people through games. I can't stop mi- developing relationships through games. Like that's me. And so I'm trying to discern right now in my life, and this is a very real thing for me, is what, how, how do I do that better? How do I build that? How do I um, maybe even make money doing that? But like – Yeah, <laughs> so, got to get the cash money. That's in the green. <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't spent it on Hearthstone. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot less money in there thanks to the hearth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blizzard is taking all my vocation money. You literally <laughs> threw it into the hearth. Yeah, I just yeah, just slap <laughs> it at the computer. Yeah. yeah. So, I feel what you're saying, Joshua, because, of course, I again, I connect with kids in a lot of ways, and video games are, of course, a great way to do that. Yeah. I would yeah. consider this part of your vocation, Ted. Yeah, yeah, just absolutely. Think about you mean podcasting? Yeah, no, just you know, think about how weird this is, right? We started this in, like, January 2013, right? Right. And... We've kind of all been doing this podcast thing for like almost a hundred episodes. Yeah. What? We got to do a special celebration episode when we hit a yeah. hundred. Like, We're gonna like, have to like show up yeah. naked or something. <laughs> Why not? It's a very we had somebody here in his underwear earlier. So, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's been like a, even though it is partly a social thing, it's also like a commitment. Yeah. It's like, fun. I didn't know it was a commitment. Yeah. It's and that's a, and that's the thing. Like, there's there's this commitment aspect to it, but the commitment weight feels a lot less because there's this excitement, desire. I mean, like, I don't even know if we necessarily have an audience per se because I don't necessarily hear a lot of people. I mean, I haven't heard a lot of people, especially in our early days, like who had gotten back to us. Now that the community is a lot larger, especially through Theology Gaming University, like there's so much more feedback. But there's also um, it's also because we have a lot of people, a lot more people on the show. I think that actually involving your community 
in the content that you produce is really, really huge. But that's the, there's that aspect of desire and wanting to be a part of something greater. Also to relate through our unique voices and channels. Yeah, because at least the internet provides like easy way to get involved in stuff. Yeah, in yeah. ways that you wouldn't normally. And video games are one of those things that the Christian church has not been historically very good at handling in recent times. So this has been kind of an outlet for a lot of people, I think. I I just had a flashback of the pre-internet days. You're right. I mean, when I was crazy about Zelda back in the Super Nintendo era, I stumbled across somebody else that was crazy about Legend of Zelda. And it was like um, I thought I was all by myself. And it was really great. And now here we are on the internet where we can talk about all this stuff and it would be so connected. Ted, if you don't yeah. sing the song related to that phrase. What was it? Oh, by myself. That's good. I don't want to be all by myself. We got to sing it least once. Keep it up, guys. Keep it up, guys. I'm just gonna, I'm just basking in the awesomeness that is right now. <laughs> Vocation was missed. Clearly, yeah. you were meant to be a singer. You, you missed your calling. You missed your calling. <laughs> so, uh, one person, one person that I've been thinking a lot about lately is um, Chris Skaggs. Either of you go know who Chris Skaggs is? He's uh, uh, one of the the main guys behind Soma Games. He's one of the the oh yeah figureheads the, um, they're inside the of uh, CGDC. He's making Redwall yeah. Redwall Adventures. Yeah, he's. Um, he and John McLaughlin are uh, Soma Games, and I think they have one or two other guys on their team. It's also where uh, the That Dragon Cancer guys came out of. Um, but I, we had an episode on the Radiance Game Dev podcast where we had interviewed him, and his main point was, do you feel a call towards game development as a Christian? And like I thought about that. That just for some reason really stuck with me, this whole concept of being called to make games like i felt that like since i was younger i'm not really doing a good job making games necessarily right now it's it's uh one of those steps and one of those things that i do in my spare 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 time um but um there's so many other aspects to one's calling um involving singing all by myself um (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think you could feel a general vague direction towards this particular thing too because let's say you know i've been into video games since i was young and then eventually I found a passion for theology and then a passion for writing subsequently. And so I found that I'm more interested in looking critically at video games in writing than I am necessarily into making video games. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. video games, I don't make them. making video games is like the first perception, right? I love these things. I want to make them. But I yeah. found that my taste have evolved to the point where – I don't really want to make video games. I do want to play them, though. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I don't want to make them, and I don't want to test them for somebody either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's there's a, a strange component to the whole testing experience, for sure. Um, my, my thought is, um, I, was, I was talking to Jacob Toman a little bit more uh, recently, and one of the things that he's been uh, throwing out there is this idea of responding to those who have the calling or feel a calling to be and are established as experts in the world of Christianity and games uh, or ministry in those areas. Which is an interesting field, although it doesn't really have much visibility. Right, right, right. And, or moreover, I think that um, I went to a conference this past week, um, and it was specifically dedicated to youth workers and uh, dealing with the tough stuff. Tackling the tough stuff was the name of the seminar. It was CPYM, some CPY. I don't know. I, uh, CPYP, I think. Anyway. Um, <laughs> there are many acronyms. We I know. Use. I know. It's terrible. Um, but if you look tack- for up tackling the tough stuff, but it was specifically dealing with um, all the things that youth deal with that are really, really hard, like um, self-harm and pornography and um, suicidal tendencies. And how do, you, how do we as youth workers, how do we as parents deal with these things? And I realized these guys are really, really good. Like they, they actually supplied me with tools that I didn't even know about in all these areas that I thought that I knew a lot about. But I looked at this entire table 
of all these great resources, very much dedicated to engaging with youth culture, thinking deeply and Christianly about youth culture and embracing everything. But what's the biggest area that kids are engaged in, the biggest media form of our entire age? You mean that billion-dollar industry? Yeah, the, 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 the $20 billion industry. I don't even know how much the video game industry is. Yeah, it's in the billions, billions for sure. Bill- I mean, Nintendo alone is worth four four $4.9 billion themselves a year, and that's when they're not doing good. Oh, you know? they make trading cards. <laughs> yeah, so... That's how they started, right? I mean, yeah, that's, that's how they started. Cards. I thought what was weird is I first heard that story, my teacher told me train cards, and I was like, train carts? Why do they make train <laughs> <laughs> I heard her all wrong. Anyway, that's excellent. Um, <laughs> Train cards. So I noticed this entire table, and they're really, really focused on on media and industry, and thinking like a lot about what are we watching and listening to. Nothing on video games. They had a controller on the on the media packet about making wise media choices, and I'm like, I went up to the speaker of the conference and I said, maybe we should talk after this. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe, maybe we could talk. But I realized, like, whoa, wait a second. I'm not well positioned to be talking to this guy. Like, in a web presence, social sphere way, like, I am not well equipped for going out to ministry places and saying, let me talk to you about your kids and playing games. Because the assumption, the general assumption in all of Christendom and parents and the way that you get people's attention on this thing is video game addiction. But they're awful. You say, you say video game addiction and you have the church's ears. Yeah. They're like, oh. Wasn't it like Brian Hall's site? His most viewed yeah. post is one that has the tag "video game addiction" on it. Really, right, I've got to right, remember right, that. Doing new right. posts with addiction in it. And yeah, so I clearly yeah. cover this. it all the time. And it really, and it's but the answer to this this question that that people have about video games and how do I deal with the fact that my kid's playing World of Warcraft for 20, 30, 40, 80 hours a week, and I don't know how to even talk to him at all. Get him off, let alone get him off the computer. How do they do it? <laughs> Unplug it and. Yeah, and and that's how people tend to respond. They're like, we can unplug it, we can you know do this. How do we try to control the situation? And they they don't know anything other than the term video game addiction, and they don't have any of the tools. And all they need to know is this kid wants them wants actually wants them to connect with them to see that their parent actually has an interest in them. And the only way that they're ever going to get there is if they actually play the games with their kids. Yeah, that helps. Yeah, Brian Hall's latest post was really good. It talked about him playing a game with his son and how his son was just giggling hysterically as they were oh, playing yeah. it together. Oh, and yeah. It was great. It showed so much relationship and energy. Yeah, in it. yeah. it's, it's yeah. cool when like parents are interested in a kid's interests and video games are like the interest of a lot of kids. <laughs> yeah. And to not know anything about it other than how bad it is betrays a certain assumption about it. I mean, with my son, he's 21 now, but that's still how we connect. I mean, that's how we start our conversations. They go into deeper things as you as it goes along, but it's always, oh, yeah, I'm playing Sniper Elite. Yeah, I like super slow motion kills with bone splintering. Yeah. I want to know what happens when you shoot him in the balls. That's all I got to say. There is actually a testicle yeah. shot. Yeah, bonus. you can get credit for that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have one captured in one of my uh, – <laughs> I might share it, I guess, but you know, I said I told the, I can't say it because it'll do it. I told the <laughs> Xbox to record. Good, it didn't hear me. Okay, um, that shot because you careful know that was on that one in a million. You be careful. <laughs> you know what's new with this thing is I didn't know this. Maybe it's not new, but it's new to me. Yeah. But I can say Xbox broadcast, and it will automatically start to broadcast. I think on it's doing it now. <laughs> oh, it is. It's, it opened up Twitch. <laughs> Look at that. So it's where it's ready for me to, to start broadcasting here. So it's actually crazy. Oh, I, I just, I just <laughs> said start broadcasting. Stop saying it. <laughs> oh. Xbox, stop broadcasting. Can it hear me? It can't hear me. Xbox, okay. unsnap. There we go. There we go. Oh, good. Ooh. That was close. Phew. <laughs> could be watching, you know, and I'm going to set it up by the way so that it puts it on Twitter whenever I start to broadcast on what's that thing called? Twatch, Twitch. <laughs> yes, Twitch. Right, what are you laughing but at? That's, but that's also called? the thing that I'm thinking a lot about too. Is like, yeah, all right, so if we as Christians are barely even getting into uh, as Christian game content, whatever you want to call us, experts, 
Thanks um, for using me as the bad example. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not trying to. I'm, you're actually in a better position than any of us because you can actually broadcast on a Twitch, and I can't. I don't have the tools. I don't have the setup right now, but I want to get that, and that's something that I've been thinking a lot about is how do we as believers really get into the space where kids are because they're on Twitch. They're already there. We're not. Why are we? Well, I um, am. Yeah, you are. You are accidentally. You even. backward guys aren't. I know. I am so you know, sorry. This is going like, to post it on my Facebook and on, it's going to tweet her on my t- Twitter. And it's going <laughs> to be careful what you're saying, don't you? <laughs> I do have to the, be careful. The tweeter tutor. And it's going to so twitch. I'm thinking about how do we just get into a better positioning with the church in general? How do we become better equipped in general? How do we fulfill this calling as experts in this field where? We're actually equipping the church. That's what it's about. I, I do want to make a living in general. I would love it if I'd be able to make a living off this, but that's not the point. The point is I want to be an equipping tool for the church, and I think that we as a general crew and team are very, very well positioned to do that, but we don't have a web presence. We don't have the Gospel Coalition. We don't have you know the, 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 that huge platform, and that I think is what Jacob, Jacob was really bringing up, and he's wanting to bring people who are interested in this kind of thing together – um, and I'm not going to be able to make the meeting because I'm going to be doing video game ministry with my game show on Friday, so I can't make the conversation. But he wanted to make sure that he I share his email address for anybody who's listening and is interested in this kind of thing. Um, and that's at toman, T-O-M-A-N dot J-P at gmail.com. So if you want to reach out and get more information about the hot idea of contributing as a ministry expert in the world of video games... Um, Definitely reach out to Jacob Toman. That's again toman.jp at gmail.com. Oh, he's a, he's on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He's on yeah. TGU, right? Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what? We've made a lot of progress, I think, since about yeah. three years ago, though. I mean, we got a game church, oh, yeah. and we got Theology Gaming. I mean, we are doing we got game something. Cell. Yeah, we got Game Cell, and we have like um, whatever. There's another Game Cell variant. I can't remember what it's called off the top. You mean Entertain? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is what's uh, it called? Say that again. I'm sorry. Inter- entertain. That's Akayano's oh. group in Sydney. Inter- okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there is something happening. We have the tools necessary. The issue is more just bringing all these various people together. Yeah, and bring, bringing bringing together a messaging, bringing together our tools, bringing together expertise, and mobilizing in a way that is equipping of the church or equipping people and. And other ministry people who don't even realize you can you can actually love Jesus through video games, and yeah. you can you can actually love Jesus and play video games. I um, sure feel unqualified, though. Well, well, you're no, on our podcast. You've been doing this stuff longer than any of us. I mean, like <laughs> since, since the NES days, you've been doing video game ministry. You've been playing games with kids and build using those video games. You no, know, you're right. To develop you're relationships right. with those kids. Yeah, and that's and that's the the exact thing because it's it's this incarnational in the real world presence building these relationships building trust illustrating who can, the character and person of Christ and teaching them the bible and not losing just any this kind sunday of- morning i was talking with this kid probably about 10 years old little fella and he was saying that he liked to play minecraft and i said oh really what do you play it on and it like blew his mind that i was asking him what platform he played that game on and he was like uh, on my xbox well what which xbox he's like xbox 360 i'm like okay now i understand now we can have a conversation here but he <laughs> he was kind of amazed that uh, that was important to me but it is it's very yeah. important yeah because because you actually can speak his language in a sense yeah yeah and that's the key is that we can speak the language we have the knowledge and the tools and the equipping in this area but the thing is games are such a broad thing now that we don't just need one two three four forty five guys we need a lot more than that even just to be able to cover just the the the, the diversity and nuance of what's out there because I, I build my relationships especially through local multiplayer indie games like that's my specialty especially yeah, the weird that's your thing yeah I, I love the weird games and I love putting them in front of teenagers who would never play them for 35 minutes and saying, what do you think? And other guys who are watching help them figure things out. And that's how you qualify and validate new people. Well, you got that's how you blaze blue. So I mean, yeah, anything's we played, possible. We played blaze blue. <laughs> <laughs> we played, we played a ton of wild stuff. Um, and sometimes the F bomb shows up and then you have to deal with, all right, well, how do we approach that question? And, what kind of games do we or don't we play? And how does that represent us as Christians? And like, 
there's a lot of questions there. And I think that as things come up, it's more important that we address them than it is or more important that we we walk through them together and think through them as as a through relationship than necessarily say, well, they did this, they did that. Um, and everything should be done through relationship. And I'm just preaching to the choir at this point, and I apologize. <laughs> but this is a call out to anybody that might be listening. If you are a Christ follower and a game lover, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> let, yeah. let people know, uh, you know, shine your light. That's pretty yeah. much what yeah. it's all about. Don't hide it. Yeah, even yeah. if you play Bayonetta, it's okay. Yeah. Well, we're working well, around that one here. <laughs> but, and that, and that's, the, that's the thing, though. Like, we have diversity of opinion on, like, what is acceptable and what's not in, in Bayonetta. And I would have never been able to play Bayonetta three, four years ago because I would have just taken it at face value and not really thought necessarily through what is the actual worldview being expressed here and is it okay to play in that environment even though I'm actively filtering and rejecting the things that I disagree with. Yeah. And thanks to Zachary Game Mechanics Oliver, it's even easier. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's the thing. Like, I've noticed that specifically Zach has this, this gifting in the area of learning to counter um, and specifically to learn to counter community. But the, those, the kinds of games that require an extreme level of fidelity to mechanically sorting out, you know, things like fighting games and very, you know, combat heavy uh, character action games, and that's how I got to know specifically. I've met two people completely randomly through the theology gaming community that have been in my house here in York, York, Pennsylvania. And that's uh, so last cool. last time we got together for Game Cell was with Roberto, um, and he's a relatively new community member, but he was a huge asset to our conversation. He already wanted to install some of his PS3 games, so we have some other fighting games that we can play. He had just oh man, I was so excited that he was be, wanting to be a part of our group and just what we're doing. Yeah, so, I know I'm, he's a big fighting game guy. So yeah, and but like the, the 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 he gets our culture. He gets the the concept of investing in new guys and teaching others, and and that's the that's that's the impression that I'm getting. Yeah. So I'm I'm really excited for when he comes back. And it's um, like and how ha- would you know about these people except through like networking online and yeah. establishing this kind of stuff? Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So um. Oh, and, and of course, it was also back three years ago, over three years ago, almost three years ago, was when I came and started writing on Theology Gaming for the first time, because I was following Zach on it. I was like, hey, you're looking for somebody to write for you. And he was, <laughs> he was like, he was yeah, like, why yeah, why are you flirting with me? It's weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not flirting. I just want to write about Mass Effect. It's hard to flirt through text, as we found out very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry. Jeez. Uh, no. Jeez. <laughs> this is horrible. But, <laughs> this is horrible. I wrote, I, I wrote my first article, and then I also found out that I was not the first person to write on Zach's site. The other person who had written on his site was a guy I knew by the name of Patrick Gann. Yeah. Now, Pat is this fascinating and brilliant person who always blows me away with his sheer knowledge of things. Um, and I got together with Pat and realized, what the world? He had a, he, Not only did he have a podcast, but he was talking about Dallas Town, which is this town in Pennsylvania that's literally two minutes from my house. Yeah, all the people I know live next to Josh for some reason. <laughs> I, I don't even know how this godsidence or coincidence or whatever you want to call it came all together. But I was like, whoa, this guy lives in the same county. His family goes to the same church as my mentors. Um, like... <laughs> So I realized this is super duper weird. I'm going to get together with this guy and we've been in pretty good friendship. I mean, we don't always have a lot of communication, but Pat's been in my house for game cell twice and we, we constantly get together. And if I need an expert on certain subjects, I always know I can go to, I can go to Pat about them. Um, so there's this calling aspect that God sort of just connects dots. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the key is that like, in weird as ways. you step out, what's that? In weird ways. In weird ways. Absolutely weird ways. And it's the only, the weird ways are so weird that it's like, this doesn't make any sense outside <laughs> of him. Like, like, like yeah. the fact that, that Pat like is in my town or Roberto is like nearby. And I literally pass Roberto's workplace every day, five days a week. Like, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like what? Like completely out of nowhere. I got Josh hooked up. Yeah. So, <laughs> Um, Look him up. <laughs> I am really excited about um, just what God's doing in our midst, in our field, in our in, in this thing that we're doing. 
Um, and I encourage you, if you're listening, to make sure that you're part of our Theology Gaming University community so you can pull on us as resources. We love, we love you posting random crap on the wall and starting like a conversation out of nowhere. Yeah, let's talk about um, it. That's what we do. <laughs> um, but also, if you want to find, like I said, if you want to find out more about Jacob Toman, go to toman.jp um, at gmail.com. Um, just throwing that out there one more time, and that's all I'll say about that. Um, that's all that I have for our show. I'm really thinking about uh, Vocation Holy Week and what God is doing in our midst. Yeah, I think that's I'm really kind of jazzed up. I'm inspired. <laughs> yeah, and well, uh, it, you know what? If you'd like to join my World of Warcraft guild that me and Jacob are part of, yeah. I mean, seriously, just contact us. We'll hook you up. We'll hook you yeah. up. Yeah. I'd and be I a believe, level one. Yeah, and I believe uh, Yen Wong is going to start helping us with uh, Hearthstone stuff because right. Yen is actually one of the He's the only guy who does commentary, live commentary for uh, Singapore's Hearthstone tournaments. No oh, nice. kidding. Yeah, really. That's great. So <laughs> we have, you know, we have a 13-hour time difference, but Yeah. There's that. <laughs> well, we can make that work. Come on. Yeah. It's the internet, man. Oh, that's super awesome. Wow, I didn't even realize that. I haven't heard from Yen in a while. Yeah, he's been um, super busy with the school. Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. And but but that's the really really cool thing too is the the whole aspect of everything coming together in that sense. So um, I appreciate you pulling that. Oh, the one other thing was I'm realizing, like, for you have a, spart- a particular grace, and you and Jacob have a particular grace for online relationships. You have connected all of us, and I've only ever gotten together with you one time in PAX. Yeah, and it was like for PAX East, a and that was only for like, yeah, it was literally only for a few hours. Um, but we have developed a pretty good long-term, trusting, healthy, conversational relationship, um, and that's a grace area for you. I'm just, I'm just calling it out there. And for me, my strength and my my passion is face to face relationships in the real real world, um, and that's how game cell has really taken off because it's just me having a bunch of people over in my house. But I want to be able to equip more people on that. I know you want to be able to equip more people in the online community and develop those kinds of relationships. And that's the point. Wherever you play games, wherever we play games, there's the specific grace and specific kind of connections that we can form through those. And so I'm noticing that with Ted, you, your your specialty and your strengths, like you had brought up, are, are, are you tend to be much more getting together with kids and that intergen, intergenerational gap, which is so yeah. huge. Yeah, and, and so obviously I, my my singing talent and your singing talent, <laughs> which is thank you, which, thank which, you, everybody, which honestly thank you. is, and I'm not even joking about this, is so huge because of your love. For people and for singing, it's it's funny. You you know, you have a heart for humor. You're you're halfway serious there. So no, I'm not halfway. I'm dead serious. <laughs> He's not being facetious. I, I am I am pre death of Christ serious. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, yeah, that's there. No, oh, if you, also, we need a new theme song too, Ted. Yeah, so, I know. Uh, you know. I was snap, thinking snap we got to do that for the 100th. It's got to yeah. be a bit of a rebranding for the 100th, and I'll try to write something special. Oh, man. Theology I'm Gaming special. 100 episodes special! <laughs> I would love that theme song. I don't even care if it's all in, like, like faux metal. I think that would be hilarious. Anything by you, Ted, I will put that I will put that on my replay list. All, all the time, I will, I will press the, the repeat button in Bandcamp until it tells me that I have to pay for this album <laughs> you know what um i'm walking away from with tonight for me this is being very personal but i have recently interviewed for a position at a church as a director of the children's program and i haven't heard the results yet of yeah, yeah. the interview and so i'm waiting and it's it's very hard i'm, I'm not oh, expecting okay. to hear anything the week of Easter, you know, leading to Easter, because yeah. I know that there's a lot going on. But just talking with you guys makes me realize that even if I that doesn't happen in my life, and that's not what I do, and I continue to work in the computer and technology field, I still have my vocation. I still have yeah. my, my calling. And it's whatever God wants me to do, whatever his, his will and his desire for me to do is. Yeah. So... It just uh, you guys gave me a little bit of hope this morning that regardless yeah. this morning this evening yeah, yeah hey, it yeah, could be yeah. the morning when people are listening to this we don't <laughs> this know. twelve hour podcast <laughs> has been amazing um, but 
no, you guys just kind of gave me gave me some hope, and I just am glad to hear that. Regardless of the outcome, I'm his. My life is in his hands. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing. He's he's the one who brings this whole thing all together. Whether it's in video games or elsewhere, if video games are only a part of it, like if you're passionate about it, don't stuff your passion. Don't stuff your passion. Ask God to clarify and specify what your passion is to turn into. Mm-hmm. Um, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not, lean on, not your on your own understanding. In all, in your, all way, your ways, acknowledge him, him. And he will direct, direct your path. Proverbs 3, 3 through I don't five. know Proverbs references. And if we don't know any of the references, <laughs> forgive us. Yeah, I, I don't, don't do references. What we do. <laughs> references came out in twelve hundred something, blah 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 AD. I yeah, don't, yeah. you know, they weren't they weren't in the inspired Word of God. <laughs> That's why, you know, when I do children's stuff, we just call it the address. That's the address. <laughs> That's the address oh, of this Bible cute. verse lane. That's where that verse lives. <laughs> yeah, it's so cute. I love that. <laughs> Awesome. Well, um, that uh, brings our show to a wrap today. Thank you guys for listening to our show. Um, thank you guys for being my special guests that are actually my host mm-hmm. and my fellow compatriot that let me abduct the, this podcast. Yeah, in, in <laughs> See you in another in six fourth. months. Woo! In the fourth guy, I didn't talk a whole lot. Hey, yeah, hey I, you got to let me talk. <laughs> Love you too, Elijah. <laughs> <laughs> my PlayStation Vita is broken. No, wait, I said it wrong. Yeah, Darn it. it. I said it correctly even when I didn't want to. Vita. <laughs> say it, say it. PlayStation Vita. We play our PlayStation Vita all the time. <laughs> oh, you guys are amazing if you're listening to the show make sure that you do not give us a 5 star rating or do anything along those lines Why? do not give any comments on iTunes because that, would, that, would, that wouldn't help us out as much as if you become a part of our Facebook group at Theology Gaming University <laughs> and, and, and then we can become friends and friendship is more important than anything on iTunes and, uh, <laughs> and Josh, wow, these are you are still at lovesubverts.com, right? Yeah, subverts, Love, yes. Love subverts. And also, it looks like radiancegamedev.com. I can go to the podcast and I can listen yeah. to podcasts right there on the site. I guess you're on iTunes as well. We can yeah, listen, yeah, we yeah. Can listen I mean, to that. your lovely voice some more. But if you can only listen to one podcast... It better be this one. That's right! It better be this one. I actually did do a uh, blog update for the first time in a month today. So wildmanted.com still does exist. Yeah, it does exist. <laughs> with fresh new material. That's good. Hey, it's, sometimes it's really hard to just put something together, and I understand that. My blog's taken, like, several-month-long hiatuses. Hiati? I don't know. Somewhere. Anyway... Zachary, close our show. It's, yeah. it's, I'm, I'm handing it back to you. Here's the baton. All right. I think you did all the self, shameless self-promotion that we could have possibly done. Yeah. I handled that part pretty well. I yeah. got yours. Well, what am I supposed to do? I just end the show, I guess? Yes. Theologygaming.com. All right. Well, this is Zachary Alva, the owner Zach, of Zach, tell us a joke. The... Tell us a joke. <laughs> you put me I'm on sorry, the spot. I'm throwing the whole thing off. There was this rabbit, rabbit and a rabbi walked into a bar. That's pretty funny, right? <laughs> That's enough of it there. Okay, back to the end now. All right, We're not I gotta go raid. This thing. I gotta go raid. See you okay. guys later. Bye, we'll see you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.